Hello, I'm John Perry. And I'm Ken Taylor. Coming up after the news, it's Philosophy Talk. Today, love. John, what exactly is love? Is it just a, a poetic illusion? Why do we love the particular people that we love? Like, why do I love you so much? Well, do you I've, deserve to be loved? I've heard that love is a story of three rings. The engagement ring, the wedding ring, and finally the suffering. Oh, that's pretty lame. Seriously, but you're only thinking about one flavor of love. The world is teeming with all kinds of love. Love for your family, love for your friends, love for your country, your pets. People just love everything. I think it's probably a mistake to use one word for all these different forms of love, Ken. Probably a, an invention of American advertising. Love for a romantic partner doesn't have much in common with love for a parent or a pet. Well, you know, that's one of the things. You, you, you might be right. We'll have to get to the bottom of that kind of question when Philosophy Talk continues after the news. Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Except your intelligence. I'm John Perry. And I'm Ken Taylor. We're coming to you from the studios of 91.7 FM, KALW, an innovative public radio for San Francisco. Continuing conversations that started Philosopher's Corner on the Stanford campus. And today our conversation is about love. John, you, you tell me, what is love? Well, I'm not sure there there is anything uh, that we ought to call love. It's just a word. It's probably mostly pushed by advertisers. Is, is there any essence of love? You love ice cream. You love your wife. You love your mother. Is there really any one thing we call love? Oh, yeah, you're being a very picky, persnickety, precise here. You're probably right, especially if you think ice cream and your mother. I mean, what's what's in common about your relationship between them? But there is kind of, if you take love between persons, there may not be an essence, but there what, there's what Wittgenstein would call a family resemblance between, you know, love for your mother, love for your wife, love for your children, love for your dearest friends. Well, maybe we ought to, in the Wittgensteinian mode, ought to consider the paradigm cases of love, see if they have some, much or anything in common, and then see about these other more extended uses like love of ice cream or humanity or God. So I suppose your paradigm is your love for your wife, Claire. Yeah, that's right. Romantic love, deep, uh, abiding, enduring romantic love. That's a, that's a central case. And then love for my, my son, Kiyoshi, love for your children, love for your parents. And then also, a little further out, but still important, love for your dearest friends. So we've got, we've got kind of three paradigms. Uh, the first is romantic love between, uh, but it's not just romantic love because you can have romantic love with someone you don't really love. Uh, uh, that's often the problem. Yeah, and you, you can be on. very much in love with someone that where there's no romantic uh, love. So, yeah. but, so that's kind of the highest form of uh, uh, this relation involves romantic love and also some deep kind of love. Then we've got family love, and then we've got love for friends. And here's what I think they have in common, John. In each of these things, each of these relationships, you kind of take the other person, to, you take their desires, their interests, their goals, as desires, interests, goals for you. I mean, so you work toward, for their good. And if it's reciprocal, they work for your good, too. So I think that's, I think that's a cool thing. Well, I don't know if that's sufficient for love. I mean, I, I can have that relationship with department members. We're all for one and one for all, but I don't love very many of them, maybe a couple of exceptions. Uh, yeah, well, that, that's a different thing. You know, even, but even if you were, were to agree with me about that, there's still lots of questions, obviously. It's like, okay, once you love somebody, big deal. You know, you might think if you love somebody, then you have to like special obligations to them that you don't have to anybody else. But then, if that's right, then 
you divide the world into those you love and those you don't love, and you work more for those you love. Well, that seems kind of weird. Whole question whether love is the basis of ethics or objectivity is the basis of ethics. And there's all this business about love humanity, love your neighbors yourself. Is that really possible? Would somebody who loved his neighbor as him as himself and as his son and then his wife really have an adequate amount of love for his son and his wife? Well, that's a good question. So maybe you can't really love everybody equally. Uh, that's a good question. And then there's also a question, you know. Do people really deserve to be loved, or or what? I mean, you know, I mean, why do we love these people? I, I think we need some more opinions on I, this, I Ken. think you're right. And you know what? Our roving philosophical reporter, Amy Standen, has been wandering the streets of San Francisco collecting views about love. She files this report. What is love? It means really caring about someone or an animal or something, their well-being, you know, in spite of whatever it is we want. That's what real love is good warm fuzzy feelings and a sense of belonging, a sense of uh, unity, a sense of completeness, of wholeness. I think love's a lot in anticipation more than the moment sometimes. Like all those things make me excited at the thought of seeing them or being with them or eating them or being here. What is love? What does it mean to love something? To love something, well something that's attached to you. Like something you have for a long time, something you care, respect about. That's why I think of what love is. Like I used to notice when my husband left the room and walked, went into another room to play the piano, I could feel like a trail of his, of him in the other room. I could sense him in the other room, and I felt like there was a, a kind of viscous but invisible thread connecting us. And and I don't know how to, I don't know how to quantify that or document it, but it's something that I could sense. I love my life. <laughs> I love my work, I love my boyfriend, I love my dog, I love my friends. Oh, I love honesty. I love people being themselves and not being afraid of that. Cakes, apple pie, good TV shows, things like that. I think I know what love is. So what happens in enduring love, I think, is, is a kind of like, all your feathers get settled and you feel more expansive, you feel freer to do the things you want to do, you feel more grounded, you feel loving and generous towards another. It makes me feel more alive to begin with. I think I know what I feel more involved with, with life, and it's, it's fulfilling. A kind of a, a dropping of boundaries, a feeling of sort of being part of someone else and they being part of you in a way that's very different from other kinds of human experience. I think it's a myth that people claim to uh, blame their heart. It has nothing to do with your heart. It has everything to do with your brain. So when you love something, is it about you or is it about the thing that you love? I mean, where is that feeling coming from? Uh, yeah, it, it is all about you. It's completely up to you. You, you know, are, are attracted to things that probably look like you, remind you of you. Some people think love is when you first meet a woman or a partner, you get that funny feeling in your stomach. To me, love actually is responsibility now. What is love? Well, I think love is the most fundamental bonding, connecting thing that exists for us as humans on the planet. I think it's very fundamental to who we are, both physically and psychically. We've been trying to find out, is there really such a thing? Right, 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 right. For Philosophy Talk, this is Amy Standen. Want to hear more? You can hear the rest of the program by purchasing it at iTunes Music 
or for unlimited listening, become a subscriber at philosophytalk.org.